Hello, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, the show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan. With me is Luke. How you doing, Luke? Welcome, one and all. I checked the thing. We're both recording. We're, we're looking good. Everyone we're, can hear me. We're recording a professional podcast here. <laughs> it's really good. Welcome to the show. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, you just showed me a video that we're going to talk about Uh a little something, something. A little something, something. Ninja Theories, New Jam. Want to talk about that a little bit, Luke? Um, it seems like a three-part thing. Basically, first part kind of recapped what we already knew about yeah. Hellblade 2, which, I mean, I'm, we've already kind of talked about it a little bit. I mean, looks really cool. I, I don't know. I didn't get to play the first one. I, mm. I really should. I mean, being an Xbox fan, it's... You know, one of the better Xbox exclusives. I really should play it. Um, Ditto. Before I heard it was so good, I just, I don't know. It just wasn't one that I was like, ooh, I should play it. But being that it seems like it's like going to a next level in the next one, I guess. I don't don't really know. It looks really cool. Um, Whether or not I'll like it, I I have no idea. A lot of people liked it. They said it was really cool. Apparently Um, it's not too long, so it's not a huge commitment. It seems like it's it's praise is based a lot on the story and not really like it's you know it's a smaller game like you said and it's kind of just telling this neat story that I guess in general terms has something to do with mental health uh, like I said I haven't played it so I can only guess what that means but um, yeah so yeah I played probably about looks interesting. five minutes of it over to Buddy's house and he was showing it to me and you know, I was like, yeah, this is like, they tell you that you should play it with headphones. And I get why Yeah, there's definitely audio is such a big part of it. And like right. a lot of voices coming from different areas yeah. of the room. And it's just, it's, it's kind of freaky almost like playing it. I'm like, yeah. Oof, you know, which is I mean, the it's point. dealing with a freaky <laughs> kind of subject. Yeah. So makes sense. So yeah, there was that at the beginning. And then I don't really fully understand what the middle thing was. It's, what was it called? Project Insight, the yeah. Insight Project. Um, somehow they want to develop games to help with mental health, which, um, I mean, I guess my first thought was, isn't that what you're already doing? Because <laughs> yeah. that's, I mean, that's kind of what Hellblade already was, right? And and it seems like that's exactly what the next thing we're about to talk about is. So I guess I just, I wonder how it varies from what they're already doing, you know? I'm guessing it's what we don't see. I'm guessing that's their company kind of yeah. really dip, diving into new technologies and sciences and talking to actually professionals and trying to figure out yeah. new ways to make the games. And I'm guessing we don't really take part too much in that middle part, but still, that's... And they're working with other people, so I feel like we don't really know what that means. So hmm. what technology they bring, you know, however that'll do what it does. So Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Project Mara is the third and final thing, and I don't know. It's super teasery, so, you know, there's there's not a lot to gain from it, but it looks scary from that, you know, Uh two-second little thing they have with the lady's face right up in the camera and the weird sound, then looks like something pops up behind her. Uh, Yeah, they said the feeling of terror or whatever. Something about the terror of the mind. The terror of the mind. Is that like, that's anxiety, right? Like, that's kind of what brought brought it to mind. I mean, like, that's what I thought of. Is it something that... Maybe schizophrenia. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, something, Something trying to put into, like, a visual medium what people go through when they... Mm-hmm. You know, deal with these issues, and yeah, <laughs> it's 
it's quite a subject. I mean, I, th I think it's 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 interesting at least on a level that Ninja Theory is taking on something that I don't feel like any company's ever done, especially in video games. Um, I mean, there certainly has been movies about that kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, certainly not any video games have tackled and tackled as uh, as directly too. I mean, that's like this is what these games are all about. So. Yeah, yeah, in that way, I mean, I, I commend them. At least they're, like I always say, whether it's a movie or a game, I, I certainly commend. It doesn't always have to be this way, but I certainly commend people who try something new. Yeah. Sometimes I, it's good to do something better, you know, of the same thing, but mm -hmm. but it's it's cool when people do th new things. I wish them all the success with this. I mean, this is, uh, it's, they're trying to take the medium to another level when it comes to like, because video games, they put you in a mindset that movies don't, that books don't, that just like yeah. talking to someone doesn't. And so they're trying to be like, okay, there's people who are, so many people are playing video games who are dealing with things. This is a really good way yeah. to experiment, to try to make the world better this way. I think I can see how like... I, Why this, not try, right? Yeah. I haven't heard many testimonies or anything of people who deal with uh, mental health who played uh, Sinua Sacrifice or anything like that, but you know, if if nothing else, and you I mean, may not, you know, I'm, because you know. it's a subject not a lot of people want to talk about. Absolutely, understandable. And, but even even like other than that, it's a really good way to maybe get people thinking and spread awareness and put people and you know put someone in that that place, you know. Sure. That so that's uh yeah. I wish them the best. I hope that uh, their endeavors uh, work out. Really, I yeah. hope they help people. And on a selfish level, I hope I enjoy the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm honestly thinking that, like, yeah, these are. From what I hear about Hellblade, the original, that it's just fantastic. But I, again, yeah, we need to play them ourselves. Actually, yeah, we, we really should. We should really yeah. both play it. I mean, it's gotten great reviews. It was up for Game of the Year. So yeah, there's not really much worth reason a play for through. us not to. <laughs> I hear it. it's probably like ten hours or something like that. It's not yeah. super long of an investment. So yeah, and there's and there's kind of a lack of a ton of great single player games. So yeah, you know, in that way, it's pretty cool. Absolutely, um, cool. Let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to watching slash playing. And uh, Luke, you want to go? I'll, I'll you go. never go first. All right, let's do it. I'll, let's switch it up here. Jordan, what um, have you been watching slash playing? <laughs> well, there's a couple big things here. First, I wanted to give a shout out to the Xbox listeners. Something I'm excited about is Kingdom Hearts. The for, uh, the original games mm -hmm. are available for the first time on that platform. That. that makes me very happy. Hopefully, more people will be able to play it. And, and it's about time. Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> you put the third one out. It's not too far after. It's a year after the third one came out. Now... People who don't have or never had a PlayStation now have the ability to play it all. Like these pack, these this stuff gives you everything you need to understand the story, to experience. I can't believe it's the, been a year. Yeah, it's been a year since the first one came out. And uh, goodness. And crazy also is the deal is the uh, on Game Pass uh, Kingdom Hearts three will be available on Game Pass uh, I think next week. So that is awesome. Yeah, Heck they get a lot of games on there. Mm -hmm. My favorite franchise. I'm just you know want it to be in more people's hands. So that's great news. Um, so, uh, first thing I'm going to talk about, it's a little uh, shorter of a mention. I watched the animated movie Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Have you heard of this? 
No. All right. So I saw you yeah. holding the box. <laughs> yeah, I was about to lend it out to a buddy, but I just realized how we just go into my digital library and watch it that way. Um, this is exactly what it sounds. It's an animated film that's uh, <laughs> about teeny the the Ninja Turtles coming to Gotham to solve a mystery. You know, <laughs> it's what you think. The verses always when they put that verses there, it's not them fighting the entire it's yeah they, they barely fight it's more of them working together which is kind of what you want to see anyways. except for street fighter versus snk yeah right. they actually do fight <laughs> all you do <laughs> but i will say this in most cases in most cases yeah they just fight for a little bit and then they team up batman versus superman batman yeah. Versus superman. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I mean, you wouldn't want the whole movie of these heroes no. who, who are fighting each other. Yeah, you don't want that. But, um, yeah, for fans of this sort of thing, which is if you like Ninja Turtles, if you like Batman, check this out. This is really fun. It's just uh, a, it gives you everything you want in a crossover like this. It's uh, There's a story that works and makes sense enough. It's it's kind of just everything you'd really want here. It's uh, I will say, though, it's not for children. It's not insane. Like It's not like people's hearts getting torn out or anything like that. But it is PG-13, so it is a little violent. And there'll be a little too many scary parts for the little ones. But it is uh, a little bit more intense. But it, it's just awesome. They have some great actions, great character moments between Batman and the Turtles and the yeah. Bat family, like Robin and Batgirl and everything. And I love it when other it's one thing for the heroes to team up against a villain but I love it when the heroes fight each other's villains like for me watching Batman fight the Shredder for like this long (laughs) fight was just freaking awesome I was like oh my god this really does sound like a good matchup yeah (laughs) and it is their ability set would match well against each other yeah it's a great fight but uh yeah I was just thinking like adding on to what you were saying Mm -hmm. do you think if you were well, I don't know. Let's say under 15, you'd know who the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are? Yes. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the going Megan and Fox going. movies? <laughs> well, no. Uh, not the Megan Fox movies. There's there's always a turtle show on. There's a turtle show on right now. There's, but is a lot of people watching it? I mean, yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've talked to little kids. Like, you know, I know there's a few little kids that go to our church. And, you know, every now and then they'll be like, you have a Switch. And they'll, like, talk to me about, like, a game. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. And they'll, they'll mention something about, oh, yeah, they like watching turtles and stuff. Like, the parents will talk to me. And so it's still a going thing. Nowhere <laughs> near. Let me say, nowhere near the craze of the 80s and 90s. That was, like, this. Because I had. A lot of Ninja Turtles gear. Oh, yeah. It was crazy back then. So that was like the height of Turtles mania. But yeah. right now... I don't see anything, so that's why I'm surprised. Yeah. I'd like to do my own poll. <laughs> Just pull a bunch of kids. Hey. I just feel like everyone, all they do is Fortnite. So if like a character comes to Fortnite, that's the way they know that's, it. Oh, God. <laughs> that's so it's funny. It's John Wick from Fortnite. Oh, <laughs> like, oh good grief. No. <laughs> oh gosh Thanos he dropped in in Fortnite right <laughs> no oh jeez <laughs> uh, yeah I mean it would be interesting to know if you can go to a bunch of kids and be like hey can you name the four turtles yeah. <laughs> I don't know maybe but yeah I mean it's it's a good question when I say splinter what do you think what of? comes to mind <laughs> a boo boo or a giant rat <laughs> exactly um, but yeah anyways I, I, I recommend it it's just a lot of fun um um, let's see. Lastly, okay, I'll probably spend majority of my time talking about this. I picked up Dreams for the PlayStation 4. We talked about this. Yeah. Um, heard about, uh, you know, it's been in early access for a year, but the game has been in development uh, ever since the beginning of the console's life cycle. So seven yeah. years, 
in development. It's finally got its full release. That's so long. It's a long time. Um, when did they announce it? Seven years ago? Yeah, I think so. Jeez, I think so. Like, <laughs> and like, there's been a lot of speculation about what is the game, and then they kind of knew what the game was, and then people got their hands on it. But now it's like the gates are open, and you're seeing all sorts of stuff happening. Yeah. Um, I yeah, mainly because like I played it over a buddy's house in early. early it's like access. a sandbox, right? Well, like, what this is is it's mainly it's you know remember Project Spark for uh, Xbox. Similar to that, like it's very similar. Isn't that a sandbox? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Depending on what you mean by sandbox, like like a place where you create your world. Yeah, it's a it's a creator way to create games. It, it, that's the best way I can say it. it's. It's kind of like I'm trying to describe this game yeah. as best as I can. There's two parts. There's a dream surfing, which is the exploring of other people's games, and there's a so it's Project Spark. <laughs> yeah, dream weaving. It's the it's, it's same exactly concept. that, but just. Yeah. Different version. Yeah. Pretty much. Not and, as like animated, right? Like well, Project Spark was very like I don't know, animated, like sort of kind of Kingdom Heartsy style. Yeah, it's like the style of this game, it's it's the the dreams definitely has a distinct style, a very painterly, kind of dreamlike one, but you can tweak that in so many different ways. And I've seen the thing oh sorry, that's my phone. The things that I've seen very dramatically like i can't believe some of the things i've played in the past uh week or so or however long it's been since that game came out like um just to kind of name a few things i think you've seen this probably come around the internet how someone recreated pt um, yeah i remember i was watching it in one of those last right. episodes it's insane yeah. and uh <laughs> it was very impressive it goes from that to like people who are like making their own sonic games people who are making their own mario games and, yeah. the, and these are things that like it ranges from a, like literally like a ten minute experience to I, the longest one I played was probably about two hours, and so and there's ones that are like oh we're making it like into a full game and we're making it it's like a some of them are you know WIP work in progress you'll see next to them, but man there's some stuff I gotta show you there's some things <laughs> where I'm like I don't know how they did this like I'm going through the tutorials now on how to make these make levels i'm in beginner you know tutorials i'm just getting started yeah. and it's not like a quick thing it, you, it takes a long time to do this this is basically unreal my first unreal engine like really like seeing how like the logic yeah. works and how like the wires connect and everything that's that's basically what this is and it's wild like the game i played like hey this is one of the one weirder ones like i played this uh someone went in and tried to make they said it's titled PT Full Game. And so what this is is basically someone's imagination of what happens after you beat the PT trailer, uh, demo. And uh, it's so creative and so crazy in the <laughs> ways that like it continues. And it's so cinematic. And they do it in a way where that, uh, that uh, Kojima may have done. And you know, and it's only it's only a couple hours long, or maybe a little over an hour, or something like that. But it it was actually really cool. I mean, the 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 graphics to it, that one is actually one of the more dopey graphics I've seen. But it's wild as to, as to what they do. As far as uh, it, but it it really varies. I played like as far as like how the graphics are. It's all about how much time you want to put into it. Like I played ones that I'm like, I can't freaking believe this. Like someone remade. Uh, not remade, but did like an interpretation in dreams of Fallout 4. And it's just freaking crazy. And I'm just like, how did they do this? I think I uh, 
I mentioned to you that I remembered this game because I remember the teaser trailer. I'm mm-hmm. just showing Jordan as we talk. Yeah, this is one of the earlier ones, right? This was the part I was talking about that I remembered from way back then, like where oh, the guy's man. playing the piano. 2015. So 2015, yeah. So okay, it was five so that's years when ago. It was announced. Um, so yeah, when I saw this, I thought it was just a game where it was like you're going through some kind of dream world, and mm-hmm. so it it seems to me from this trailer or teaser or whatever that this game actually has kind of changed quite a bit because it doesn't seem like it's that like fluffy now. Yeah, I than mean, it was when this first trailer because this trailer almost looks like it's made out of like watercolors i mean i it's think like, that is dream style that like once when you're going through the tutorials most of the stuff that you're, they're showing you are like oh they're like this there's a very painterly kind of look towards a lot of the stuff but you a lot of games t- tone that down to where it's like that's not even there at all like it's you're just, able to turn that off you're able to tweak like almost like because yeah. pt didn't look everything. that way at all no pt doesn't look that way that fallout thing doesn't look that way like a lot of the games i play actually don't look that way but there's some games that totally do like some of the games are, are just so like funny some of them are just like an idea like uh there was one i played that like it, it was like a 3d platformer where you're just on a like a pilgrimage to get to like some like most of the best ones i played are ones that are completely original ideas i will say that it's impressive to see people remake something but it's just like so cool to see these original games and i'm like wow that's effective the uh there was this one i probably the best one i played it felt like something out of you know like flower and journey it felt yep. like something like that yep. and i was like like on that level and i was like i could play another couple hours of this like yep. it was it was that good we we're just a guy going this giant landscape with this keyboard on his back and he's like going to constellation to constellation to like upload music onto his keyboard and he <laughs> flies more with each constellation you go to by the end of it you're like fully like flying and then at the end <laughs> And it like goes to a piano where you're looking over a piano and you have to like recreate a melody and then the game ends and i'm like this is how did they do this it's, yeah. it's just one of those things where i don't understand how they did certain things there's like games that like like that pt full game thing there's like one things that it will do is you'll hear a voice on the screen and then you'll hear it in your controller and i'm like what in the world is this yeah. it actually kind of freaked me out at a, at a certain point <laughs> i was like oh my god i'm actually kind of scared here <laughs> playing this but it's wild it's it's really remarkable it's going to be a long time before I'm making any sort of levels that I'll want to talk about. <laughs> but yeah. as far as like the dream surfing, that's keeping, I've, I've played probably for 15 hours already, just going dream to dream to dream to dream and just like kind of marveling at some of the stuff that people have made. Sometimes it's like, it is like, wow, I'm impressed. But sometimes it's like, wow, I'm in this game. I'm totally in yeah. this little experience that they made or I'm in this level and I want more. And uh, sometimes it's like, yeah, I mean, there are some, derpy ones that you'll run into of course because you have people like me who aren't game designers or even anything like that or adept in that sort of realm and you know just really derpy stuff but honestly it's like they really prop up the ones that uh that are really good to where they're the ones you'll yeah. see more often but if you delve really deep you'll like see a YouTube lot of YouTube style yeah you know. and, and there are ones that are really gimmicky where you're like oh fly around as Iron Man for a bit and it's like okay this is cool but it's not really a game you know what yeah. I mean 
But yeah, and then recreation's a big thing. Like people recreate a lot of Zelda stuff. People recreated the town from Stardew Valley. It's just <laughs> a lot of cool stuff. Cool. And uh, yeah, next time you're over, I'll have to show you a few of them because it's just, it, it's wild. Yeah. I'm like showing Amber some of this. I'm like, can you, can you believe this? I'm like freaking <laughs> out over some of them. And she's like watching me and she'll be like, oh, it's so cool yeah. over just the ideas that are there. I uh, really, I talking about it i really don't know why project spark never caught on i i don't either really i used it for a little while i i'm just not i'm not a good enough creator to create real mm -hmm. games in it but just the things i was messing around with i was like this is pretty neat the potential is definitely here but yeah i don't know never don't caught either. on but um, when I played it in early access, it was definitely slow and was kind of looting the games really slowly. But now it's it's really snappy and it's yeah. uh, re really cool as, as far as social media goes. It's, it's almost like a, its own platform because like just the way you interact with other and follow other dreamers and you like and you can use their uh, resources that they've made and to, on your own level stuff like that. It's yeah. just super cool and so far it's really positive too. The way people are like encouraging and they've. I feel like the they're protective over like <laughs> certain things being appropriate. Yeah. One thing I don't understand, I don't understand how copyright works with this. I mean, you know, obviously yeah. I, there should be they're allowed to make their own version of PT, right? They're not selling it; they're allowed to do it, right? But what I don't understand is I'll be playing a Sonic level, and I'm like, this is live and learn from Sonic Adventure, and it's just in the game. They just yeah. uploaded it on there, and I understand how they did that, but there's nothing, I guess, that stops them from being like, oh, you can't just upload a song that <laughs> has mm. copyright on it. And just be yeah, like, that is strange. Yeah, because you can make your own music, and a lot of people make their own renditions of classic gaming things yeah. if they're doing something like that. But with this, they're just uploading it on there I'm yeah. like huh interesting they're just taking in certain sound effects just right from the game it adds authenticity for sure but eh, i don't know if that'll be cracked down on at any point but like i noticed that with the xbox with like the avatar like pictures they definitely check because mm -hmm. like i just i just upload my own pictures because i'm like i'm just not even gonna mess with that i remember like yeah. in the beginning i tried to upload like a batman thing or something it's like nope not gonna uh -uh. work <laughs> exactly so yeah that's strange yeah well, well and maybe there's something there that i just don't understand which protects stuff like that or maybe they just don't give a crap but <clears throat> yeah i don't know but anyways yeah dreams it's awesome. really cool freaking really awesome glad you're enjoying it Woo! your turn luke um, Call of Duty, talked about last time. Still no Battle Royale. Reading an article, uh, looks like it's going to come early March, so pretty excited about that. Yeah. Look forward to that. Um, see how it is. You know, see if it's rival Blackout in, <laughs> was it, um, Black Ops 4? There's <laughs> so one. many Call of Duty Goodness games. But yeah, Black Ops 4 had Blackout mode. This will be called Warzone. What an original title. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we'll see how it is. Um, this is one I can't remember. You can just stop me if I <laughs> told it before. But there's actually a movie I watched, I think, two weeks ago that I think I'd forgotten to mention. The Sister Brothers. Huh. Did I talk about that? No. So that was a movie I watched somewhere. <laughs> I think it was Amazon. <laughs> I don't know. There's too many streaming things. No kidding. Um so this was a 2018 movie um, starring John C. Riley, Joaquin Phoenix. 
they are two brothers, last name sisters. That's why it's the sisters' brothers. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> uh, Jake Gyllenhaal also plays a pretty big role in here, and it's. I don't know. It's it's a good movie. Um, I don't know if I'm crazy about it, but it's. I mean, it's an interesting movie. They they kind of go on this journey. They're chasing this guy, and yeah, they're they're like huh. kind of bandits that like fulfill like contracts for people that they're people that this other dude's looking for it's kind of the boss basically a guy with all the money um so this is 1850s oregon so kind of classic Ah. like western backdrop and you know they have an interesting chemistry i I don't know if it's like magical between john c Riley and uh, joaquin (laughs) but uh you know they're they're both good actors um they just i i don't know that they work well together their their styles are a little different in how they act it's kind of funny to watch this movie which was you know a year before the joker yeah joker came out so yeah overall um i would definitely say it's worth a watch it's it's not a movie i would say that's amazing but it's it's definitely worth a watch it's it's, it's quite a, a cast. it's a well-made movie yeah it's a well-made movie um jake gyllenhaal i, I always like seeing stuff mm-hmm. that he's in he's just i think he's just a talented actor he plays his roles very well so yeah yeah it's a middling to upper <laughs> review for me on this one so, all right yeah a you should probably see it <laughs> uh the the other one i had kind of talked about before a little bit is uh mythic quest came out mm-hmm. apple tv yeah so we are like six episodes in oh, now wow. Uh, just trying to see how many episodes there are total. I, I think we're getting close. So, yeah. They don't have them numbered. <laughs> but, yeah, we are... looks like we have four episodes left. So, it's it's a show. It's, it's a lot like Silicon Valley, but I would say without the top-tier quality that Silicon Valley okay. brought. Um, All right. But it, I do like how it references... A lot of things that us gamers would recognize and there's even a lot of clips from i want to say ubisoft games that's where this Assassin's one was premiered Creed, wasn't it what they i remember they announced this at a press conference and i think it was the ubisoft hmm. one I, I did not know that but i'm sure you're right <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it, I was thinking that in the show. I'm like, that is literally a part from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Huh. Like he did like the dive from you know a high place down, the eagle dive or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, then there was another with the For Honor game. I'm like, that's definitely a cutscene from mm-hmm. For Honor. It's like some guy gets like beheaded or something, and there's like knights and samurais all standing around. Like there literally could not be another game that could be. Yeah, and <laughs> that's that's where I think it kind of. It struggles. It's it's comedy that's set so much around video games that so much of the drama has to happen in the game too to like relate with what they're talking about mm. because it's like literally the video game development <laughs> like that is what's the drama like they have this MMO that you know is top tier. It's got all these followers and it's got streamers and so yeah i'm trying not to go into too much detail but you know they're trying to appease streamers and they're doing updates and all this so like there's basically what i'm trying to get at is they're they're actually showing scenes in the game and those scenes look kind of rough to be honest yeah okay there's like this one whole interaction that goes on it's like that game looks like it's from like 97 or something like 
you know, it's just not 2020 level video games. So. Yeah, they do that in movies. It's like, this it takes yeah. a lot of work to make a game look good. So you can't just be like, there's a game. And yeah. it usually is going to look like crap. It just, it felt like maybe we should have like somehow steered away from having to do that because uh-huh. it like, it just, I don't know. It felt like it kind of slowed the flow of the story along with that. But it's a funny, it's a funny show. It's, okay. it's you know, definitely worth a watch. There's some funny stuff. It's, it's got a your guy from Community in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Let's see. Yeah, Danny Pudi. He was yeah. Uh, Abed. Yeah. He. Uh, he's funny. Couple, couple newer people that I think uh, doing a good job. You cool. know, might get more roles. Uh, David Hornsby. <laughs> he starred along. Well, I wouldn't say starred. He's one of the uh, supporting actors alongside Rob McLeany. Yeah, but McAleen, always yeah. sunny, of course. And uh, David is just—he's really funny in that, and always sunny. So it's mm-hmm. funny to see him in this like clean-cut role where he's like a homeless man. <laughs> it's always yeah. sunny, and he's like <laughs> getting beat up, and he's always getting into these ridiculous situations. So what's his ridiculous name in that? I yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, cricket, rickety cricket. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's—he's he's funny. He's. He's kind of the straight man to like Rob's ridiculous antics, Love it. and I think Charlie Day, um, yeah, Charlie Day is one of the creators as well. So oh, cool! Everybody knows Charlie. Oh yeah. Um, American Idol came back, so we've been watching that. Um, a lot of good singers. There's a couple. There's two guys in particular, Bethany and I saw that they really have some amazing potential. Some really unique voices. There's heard like, uh, one guy uh, who was a garbage truck man. Yeah, that's. They seem like they set that one up to be like the one that they would uh-huh. put everywhere. Uh-huh. But uh, there's there's another guy from Kansas who came from Nepal that I thought was one of the ones that I'll be looking at a lot. He's he's got this interesting like, you know, foreign accent mixed with like you know, American <laughs> accent because he's spent now five years and it's, it's amazing how much his voice seems to have changed, Hmm. you know, from him not speaking English at all to speaking like super fluent English. It's pretty impressive, but he really grew to love country music. So that's inspired like the way he sings and Mm -hmm. he's got a lot of gravel to his voice, kind of a Johnny Cashy sound, but yeah, he's, I am very impressed with him. So cool. After, after last season, you know, that just the scary pool party guy has gone on to do some great things and, He's see the one who won. No, he actually came in second place, but uh, he's he went to Lollapalooza this year. I swear, the he's second really, place person. I know, it's <laughs> really always is. the second place it happens person. Happens a lot. Right? So yeah, he's really good. So that it was a good. I think this is the second season since, or this is the third season. Last season was the second season since mm. the reboot, and yeah, I would say they've changed enough things up and yeah, created a quality show. Cool, so, good. Enjoying it. Um, Final thing, the Bleeding Edge is, um, you know, we're kind of talking about Ninja Theory, and Bleeding Edge is a project they're coming out with right now, and yeah, it's, I got to play it for a little while, and it's, I think it's a good game. It's still, it's one of those games where it's just not my style of game, so... Hmm. You know, I would recommend people who really enjoy like hero shooters. I think they will really enjoy this. Yeah, it's got all the uh, same kind of classes as Overwatch with the healers and support and offensive classes. And uh, yeah, it it played well. It's it's more melee based than mm-hmm. Overwatch. That's it's what not it looked like. Yeah. There's a, there's a little bit of shooting, but more more so like 
ninjas and like <laughs> battle axe kind of things. I think the characters are unique. They have some crazy names and <laughs> weird mm-hmm. outfits. So yeah, I could I could see how this could catch on, but it's still one of those things where it's not really my style. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I hope it does well for Ninja Theory's sake because I think they deserve support. So. Yeah, and it looks like they're moving on. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? It was really interesting they didn't mention it because even they mentioned like the old. Well, it like uh, hasn't even come out yet. Oh, okay. Bleeding, well, even bleeding, even edge. stranger. Um, cool. Well, let's go ahead and go I, on. I was playing the beta. That's what oh, I was saying. Oh, I see. How <laughs> how far away is it? I mean, I think it's like next week. Some next of the, week, okay. Like Kotaku already had their review up. So, what they give it? February fourteen was the closed beta. Uh, Game Pass members. Uh, doesn't May, March twenty fourth. There it is. Okay. 24th so about a month we'll see i mean i feel like there's so many more of these uh battle royale games that are seem to be doing well but i feel like so many games are chasing overwatch as far as the hero shooters go like battle also i don't even remember what that other one's called battleborn no it's not can't be it right yeah battleborn Battleborn, yeah came and went yeah that's very much gone like shut down the servers like a couple years after it came out it's like geez louise yeah i don't know Harder kind of game to make. I mean, and even like... There's a reason the bigger studios are bigger because they just, you know, they do a good job. Even games that are like light that are like that, where you have your fire team and you're off doing a PVE a la, you know, Anthem. (laughs) Even that that was from a big one too. And uh, Evolve was an early one. Yeah, and Anthem had a huge company behind it too. Yeah. That one, I feel like, I feel like that was like complete like just design problems oopsie daisy yeah yeah i mean that game could have been really cool from what i understand mm-hmm. i mean it it looked neat from yeah. the trailer yeah i thought it looked freaking awesome but the now they're selling ones. it for five dollars on amazon pretty much so they said they're gonna do like a whole big reboot where they're gonna like redesign and try again basically Interesting. okay so i think a couple months we're gonna be seeing it's not <laughs> just a strange time to do yeah, that it is you know it's like that's not but a, some games not like time. rainbow six siege i think is a good example where it wasn't crazy well received uh-huh. but we're on like year six now of that game and it's yeah rocking and there's even like some like professional level like tournaments for that game yeah i mean like there's been a lot of games that have risen from the ashes due to like just good support but it's like we're so close to the end of the life cycle. It's strange the things that are coming out. Like it's strange to me that a game as good as Dreams came out now. And now like, I mean, you got to release games, I guess. I mean, like Last of Us 2 is still coming. There's a bunch of games still coming. But I don't know. Why these games should just be playable in the next consoles, really. They And they will be, I'm sure. My fingers yeah. are crossed. I mean, especially with like digital games, it should be as easy as you just download it to the new. There game. they are, still yeah. in your library. Yeah, seriously. I can understand how the disc is a little bit harder. You have to build an emulator for your console. Yeah, which luckily Xbox is doing. But mm-hmm. but especially digital, like, come on, guys, really? You're gonna make me buy it again? Oh my god! Like punish me for buying your console? Like, yeah, that's very frustrating. No, 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 no. But please, don't. hopefully, that's not true. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into our topic of the day, which is a movie review, Sonic the Hedgehog. So uh, before we get into it, uh, Luke, what is your uh, affiliation with Sonic the Hedgehog? What do you what do you what do you feel about the the um, blue guy? I I think it's one of the first games. Got to be one of the first games I ever played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Genesis, 
can never remember. I think the Genesis was the second console. I got Super NES and Genesis very close to the same time, so I kind of played them like next to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember basically the Genesis was my um, Street Fighter and my Sonic console. And yeah. Then, so, yeah, that, I have many fond memories of <laughs> spinning through loop-de-loops and collecting coins on that console. So Sonic was is like almost like he was the envy machine. He was the one where if you had like me, if you were like me and had an NES, you, everyone there's this story that's like I've heard the story so many times. I had an NES, my yeah. friend got a Sega Genesis and I saw him play Sonic. And then you go holy get them both, man. freaking crap. <laughs> and you see it and you're blown away cuz yeah, I mean the the graphics at the time, the speed, the music, it was just awesome. You know, and so those were the games that I played, and then you know, and then I followed the it. Music, I really did love the music and like the sound effect of the coins, like oh, such yeah. a cool sound. Everything was just appealing. It was just like uh, it was really just on all the senses, just very pleasing. Yeah, just watching it in motion, just seeing it, it was so colorful. One of the most colorful games yeah. at the time was Sonic the Hedgehog. It was Definitely. Just, a lot of fun and obviously fun to play. I think those like first three games and, and also Sonic and Knuckles. Remember Sonic and Knuckles where you had oh, the yeah. game Sonic and Knuckles, but then you can put your other Sonic <laughs> games on top and then you can play as Knuckles in those games. Mm. So cool. I did not have that. That's awesome. Carrie, shout out to Carrie. When he'd bring his uh, Sega Genesis over and he had Sonic <laughs> and Knuckles, I was like, this is just the coolest yeah. freaking thing. And we'd stay up late. And play those games. That sounds awesome. <laughs> just awesome. And then you know, after that, it's like I didn't really. Uh, I mean, there wasn't that many Sonic games like until the Dreamcast came out, right? I mean, yeah. obviously there was the Saturn. There wasn't much going on mm-hmm. there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's Sonic CD. It was so big on Genesis. <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah. big. And then uh, then the system seller, I guess, system seller, quote unquote, for the Dreamcast because it did sell yeah. a lot of systems. Yeah. Was Sonic Adventure, but it worked on me. It was the same kind of deal yeah. with Sonic on Genesis. See Sonic Adventure? Holy freaking yeah. crap. This blew everything away on the N64 and the and the uh, PlayStation uh, the PlayStation 1 in my mind at that time. Yeah. I was like... I, I remember that. I was like, wow, this is so sick. It's in 3D. Uh-huh. And then I started playing it. <laughs> well... And then I was like, oh... I'm kind of getting bored of this. That game, it just it kind of lost this like the high speed like yeah. you know loop de loops and like trying to race and you know get enough air air time to like bridge that gap and uh huh yeah it's once you go into Station Square and you're in the city and you're trying to be like where do I go then you end up at Mystic Ruins and you're like wandering around with this emerald or this it whatever sounds this so is, cool like, but. Yeah, it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't have the fun that I enjoyed from the old ones. At the time, I was at the time playing it. I was like, "This is freaking amazing." Going back to it now, it's really bad. <laughs> Going back because I have it on uh, my PlayStation Three, and I'll turn it on and be like, "All right, yeah. time for some nostalgic." And I'm like, "Ooh, like the voice acting is really bad. The graphics are there. While they looked good, really good at the time, and they they were really good at the time, um, like for the time. I mean, they just don't hold up in so many ways. There's so many glitches. It's just not yeah. great. The music's awesome. That's true. The music is awesome. I'll say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, other than that, I think at that point, Sonic's reputation was kind of like he's the lesser, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely by that point. Yeah, I mean, every game that came out it was like, maybe this will be the one. Maybe this will be the one. Maybe this will be the one. 
I mean, Nintendo had a lot of hits, so <laughs> yeah, this wasn't the only thing that came down. It's just, yeah, you when you create so many Mario games consistently that are good, and the Sonic game are good, but I think they're more overblown how good they were even back then. Yeah, because I don't think it appealed to the mass audience. It certainly appealed to us too, but mm-hmm. I don't know that everyone felt the same way. Yeah, um, I mean it sold you know decently well, but yeah, just overall, it just didn't have the same staying power. I don't, I don't know. It, I, I guess on paper, like these two characters, Sonic and Mario, they seem like wow, those are two great characters. You think they'd be awesome, and they were for a little while, but it like it clearly mm-hmm. like Mario just clearly, you know, it, it's hard to say whether it was just a better character design or if it was just the games were better, um, but games being better certainly didn't yeah they're constantly trying to figure out what it is i mean that's the thing it's like and we're going to talk about it as we talk about this movie what is sonic and like what is his character what like how should he be portrayed about like yeah and then games and like he's had his like stuff not only in games but he has had animated shows sonic x i think is the one that this one pulls the most from which is yeah. like kind of like more of an anime, but um, yeah, uh, right now I think honestly people have like got some new spring bark of hope with Sonic Mania, which was a game that kind of relied on nostalgia a little bit, but is actually just a well-designed good they just game. Just keep trying, they keep trying. They mm-hmm. failed so many times with they the like modern so reboots. Yeah, They're like let's go yeah. back. Yeah. Maybe they'll get it right. <laughs> maybe, maybe, and then like shortly after that, they're like, "Okay, Sonic Forces." Nope, another yeah. one that kind of sucks. So we'll it's see. It's sad to see that happen over and over again, too. It's like it's one thing when you try once and you fail, and then you like just sleep on it for a long time and then try again. But they they kept trying so many times. Yeah. Just watching people fall on their face like that is frustrating. It's like it's kind of like you you have this one friend in middle school and he was so cool and he was like the coolest guy (laughs) you're grown up you're like what happened to him you go to applebee's and then a a, a bald waiter approaches you and he looks about 70 years old and you're like hey man what's up oh 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 my god what is up who are you who are oh no it's the kid from middle school what has become of you sonic yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how I felt. I feel with it, with his games about his games right now. Yeah. I mean, aside from Sonic Mania, which I think is a great game, but let's talk about the movie. I mean, <laughs> this movie's had trial and tribulation too, huh? With the uh, <laughs> That's the, for sure. The redesign. Yeah. The successful redesign. <laughs> uh huh. Um, one of the big memories I have about the redesign is I remember going to the movie theater, see something else, and I I, I remember the theater literally laughing. At that trailer with the, the with the original design, and someone actually like some of the when the crowd was actually like meow like along with them because it was like I don't know I guess that was like the calling card of awfulness for this this horrible design that was initially here, yeah. <laughs> and it was bad. It was bad. I don't know if I felt like it was as bad as everyone made it out to be, but yeah. but yeah, it's certainly a huge improvement. I'll give it that. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely I, looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. It's one of those he things. He looked a lot better. Yeah, you want you want to have your adaptation 
when you see it to be like, there he is. That's the character. You know what I mean? Like how yeah. uh, if if it's like a for sure. if a hero in a in a, one of the super especially an iconic character like yeah this. like if Iron Man had a terrible suit like his suit was awful <laughs> you'd be like that's kind of Iron Man you know what I mean yeah and he or if he had a voice that didn't match the movie Iron yeah. Man yeah, yeah. wouldn't when that be so him, disappointed and you hear him and he looks and sounds if they awesome made a game like that <laughs> oh, that would suck that would suck. <laughs> But here we are a few months after. But you know, they did that. Original. Yeah. To, yeah. To end your thought. Yeah. They did that. They definitely they did. They brought back the reboot and it was like, ooh, that looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I'm very happy with the redesign. Um, but are we happy about the movie? So, uh, Luke, when did, when did you see this thing? Uh, last Yesterday? Uh, or? Yesterday, yeah. Awesome. Fresh on the mind. It's been almost a week for me. So, I mean, we're. It wasn't my best theater experience either. Oh, my God. So, there wasn't that many people in there. Which had me a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, there might have been thirty people, maybe twenty-five. Okay. So I definitely think that coming off the weekend, it slowed down a little bit. I mean, it's a Tuesday, so <laughs> understandable at least. I mean, I, I, it would be interesting to go into like a big movie and see what a Tuesday is because that's got to be like the slowest day of the week. Yeah, definitely. Tuesday, Wednesday. I feel like Thursday, you know, people start to come back. Friday, obviously, big day. Mm -hmm. But uh, Monday, Tuesday. Even Monday, it's like, okay, maybe somebody missed it on Sunday and maybe they came Monday. So, anyways. (laughs) Yeah. There was a group group of gentlemen sitting in front of us. There was probably like six of them. And, you know, I mean, this wasn't the worst thing in the world. It's been a lot worse theater experiences, but they all, I don't know if they'd smoked a J before they came in there or whatever, but they were laughing at everything. They were laughing at, like, the stupidest stuff, like, about silencing your cell phone, like, before the movie. Mm. Like that, I think it was that regal, like, you know, the little, this is our movie, like, short thing at the beginning. But they laughed at some of the Sonic things way too much like so much that they're like still cackling like well after the dialogue started after the joke so yeah i mean it's not the end of the world but it's just kind of annoying Uh. it's like one of those things where they weren't talking so i appreciated that but they were laughing so loud and for so long so that's also inappropriate and also at parts that i didn't even laugh at it all yeah it's like that's not that funny was that a joke <laughs> and then there's stuff that i laughed at that they didn't laugh at i'm like what i thought that mm-hmm. part was funny so yeah anyways <laughs> yeah that happened i'm frustrated for you so <laughs> there's that so yeah we saw it um and yeah certainly a lot better than i thought it was gonna be yeah this, this movie hit a lot of notes that i did not think it would it it flowed so much better than so many video game movies had it's just it's it's such a hard thing to organize a video game movie story especially a character like this that has you know not a lot of backstory at least Mm -hmm. in the games i mean you've watched the anime and the animated series i haven't watched any of those but you know from what i understand after years of playing sonic one and two and Sonic and Tails, all these games. Mm-hmm. Um, I I couldn't tell you his origin story or much about him. So for them to you know kind of create this whole world and this whole like interesting dynamic with the rings and of course Doctor Robotnik to make that an interesting character who's like just this lunatic that floats around in his little <laughs> ship, sending drones at him. Um, in the game, you know, I yeah I commend it for what it did. Yeah. 
had a difficult task, and I, I think they handled it well. It's hard to do. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, these video game movies are generally so bad so often of the time. And like, the the big one of the big hurdles is that whole that what I'm talking about. That when you look at the character and you say it's them, they're there, they're on the screen. It's that moment where you yeah. say, "Oh my god, I'm watching a Sonic the Hedgehog movie," and you're like, "This is crazy." Yeah. And um, I think, uh, did you ever see Detective Pikachu? I think it's the, on HBO. I th- yeah, <laughs> I need to. I'd yeah. say check it out. It's a good movie. But um, Detective Pikachu did a really smart thing by saying we're not going to make Pokemon the movie, and here's your ex- expectations on what that is. I think Sonic actually had a harder job to do because it's just Sonic the Hedgehog. All of your expectations are now going to fall on it, or what a Sonic movie should look like, what a Sonic movie should. Before do. you move off that point, I was listening to a podcast and they were saying that. The uh, Detective Pikachu actually used the models from the Pokemon company mm. to help create the Pokemon. So in that way, they definitely had a harder job, like having to create yeah. Sonic from scratch, whereas you know Pokemon had all these assets already in place. Very true. The, the design of Pokemon, I can't imagine yeah. that task. To, we have to still make them look cute, but also yeah. in the real world? Mm. But like, it certainly helps having models that you can just bring yeah, in. Yeah, working like, with the upscale. company. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, as far as what this movie was, I watching it and to be able to look at it and say, it's Sonic. I'm watching a Sonic movie. It's very joyful for me to like actually look at that and, and think that it's uh, kind of uh, authentic. You know, as if yeah. when you look at it to be like, they did it. They made a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And this isn't like a Mario movie, like the Super Mario Brothers movie. We're like, that's not the Super Mario Brothers. Or like the Street Fighter movie. And you're like, that's not freaking Street Fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just like a bastardization of what it should that's be. That's an actor trying to be, act like they're in Street Fighter. Exactly. This yeah. is Jean-Claude Van Damme in Bloodsport 4 or whatever. Yeah. And, and so it's like. Exactly. With, and it's crazy that the ones that they're getting right are these. You'd think the ones that are knocking it out of the park would be the Tomb Raiders. Would, Assassin's Creed. Would be Assassin's yeah. Creed. That was a good example of one where it could have been really cool, but it ended up being, this is Michael Fassbender <laughs> trying to exactly. act like he's an assassin. Yeah. yeah. But I think they did it in a, in a way where I think you know it was funny, definitely funny enough. Is this perfect? Absolutely not. I think there, I have, a, I have many... Uh, critiques and how it could have been better but for what it, it what it tries to do i think it succeeds that being said i think they do set the bar for themselves pretty low as far as what they need to do because it's a very basic story but maybe that's what you need to kind of acclimate the audience to this sort of thing yeah. I, I, I don't know but overall i, I enjoyed it quite a bit and uh, i'm i'm happy with it absolutely definitely agree i really enjoyed it i was i there's a, there's just like a feeling you get, and usually for me it comes about a third of the way into the movie. It's like, this movie's got me at yeah. this point. And at that point it's like, okay, I can kind of kind of rex now because I know this movie's going to be good and just kind of sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like a point at which it just kind of proves to you that we know what we're doing. We got this story handled and just kind of sit back and enjoy and like the story just flows and there's some movies where you get to that point and it's just like what is happening <laughs> i still don't like that a good example is that uh what is it, underground six or whatever that michael bay oh, netflix Lord. movie that i was talking about <laughs> yeah, i can't even yeah. remember the title and that's what it deserves 
it, it got to the same point, and that's when I turned it off because mm-hmm. it was the exact same thing. I'm like, I still don't really understand what's happening, and I certainly don't care. So that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And that that's the exact same point last night when I was thinking, like, hmm, this is so much better than I expected. So yeah, it's I'm really that, happy to be here. It's that wait a minute, I care moment when yeah. we were talking about during Bad or Bad Boys review, where you're like, oh, wait, wait a second, something's something's happening. I care. <laughs> I'm watching a movie that I care about, which yeah. isn't uncommon. I'm not being just that cynical saying we don't care about movies, but you know, it's, it's so different when you, as you said, when you're watching a bad movie and yeah. you're, the movie's almost over, and I don't give a crap. I'm I yeah. honestly just kind of ready to leave. <laughs> and it and it doesn't have to be a parasite or 1917 like you know our two favorite movies from last year Mm -hmm. but like and this movie is certainly not that at all but it's just like i can relax because this is a movie i'm gonna enjoy (laughs) you know i'm I'm probably not gonna come with away from most movies saying oh my god that movie was incredible Mm -hmm. and this is definitely one of those but yeah just man just such a good time yeah, I think uh, Ben Schwartz was a great Sonic. The voice of Sonic, I think, was great. He's he's doing the the exact same performance almost that he does in Ducktales as Dewey Duck, but yeah. th- it, that works. That's pretty. That's Sonic. He's doing a Sonic thing, and he's. I think he's. This is a like as far as you were asking there with the, his origin. They're doing different stuff here. Definitely, they're they are blending a lot of elements from games, but they're crafting a new narrative with it for uh, for sure. I mean, there's been elements uh, all throughout the movie that have been in the game, except for maybe one thing that we'll talk about in spoilers. I'm like, that's kind of just out of nowhere, but it's fine. Um, I got to listen to uh, the um, Ben Schwartz interview with Chris Hardwick, mm. like right before going to this movie. So that was a lot of fun, just hearing how much he enjoyed making it and working with, uh, you know, James Marsden and Jim Carrey and just. He, he, he said the big one was Jim Carrey for him because it was just so fun to like see behind the scenes him doing, you know, the crazy <laughs> antics. And he said it really felt like it was, you know, late 90s, early 2000s Jim Carrey. And Which it cla- definitely is. Classic, you know, mask and <laughs> the Grinch kind of performances that he gives with mm-hmm. his nuts faces. <laughs> just cool antics. So it's cool hearing, hearing him. Yeah, he did he did do a very good job. It was, it was enough... It was enough not Ben Schwartz that I could enjoy it. Yeah. Because, you know, seeing him like Parks and Rec or something, it it kind of takes it out of you sometimes when you hear a character and you're like, no, that's just that other guy I know from that other show. Yeah. But it was enough that it was like, yeah, I can hear Schwartz in it, but I can I can buy this as Sonic. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. He does a great job, and Jim Carrey, man, he he's right. He is doing his like '90s thing when it comes to this. Like he's doing that old classic, crazy old Jim Carrey thing. And so I, I wouldn't say it was at the level that I used to enjoy. No. So uh, yeah, I mean, it 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 felt to me like the new Jim Carrey trying hard to like pull out the old Jim Carrey. Yeah, he's doing that. But he's running a little slower. Yeah. You know what I mean? I enjoyed it, but it wasn't it wasn't as animated and it wasn't he didn't sell it to me as much as he used mm-hmm. to. Yeah. I mean the Grinch, it was just <laughs> yeah. it was insane. Such a good performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's no longer Lloyd or the Grinch or, or or you know, the mask. But yeah, he is still got enough to basically He gave us a good performance. Yeah, he's he's yeah. got a physicality to him definitely still. Like he does a dance scene and I'm like, wow, this guy still is made of rubber. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Even though it's not as wild as we might see Ace Ventura do. 
Yeah. <laughs> he would have lost it 20 years ago. He would have been all over the place. Yeah, but he definitely pulls off some funny lines that definitely did have yeah. me laughing in the theater, for sure. And I think he was a good interpretation of Dr. Robotnik. I mean, like... It's, the only thing was, isn't always Dr. Robotnik, like, super fat? He's super fat. And I'm so glad that it... Because, <laughs> like, when I heard Jim Carrey was doing Dr. Robotnik, I'm like, don't put him in a freaking fat suit. And have I thought all, he was going to, hey. like, gain weight by the end of the movie or something. <laughs> No, but like as far as like maniacal and just wild, and he matches that. He matches Sonic's energy almost as far as just like crazy and manic. Because Sonic is manic in this, but he's like the other way around. You know, with it, he's just yeah. <laughs> he knows he's a bad guy, and it, it's fun to watch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, nothing. What else for not for our spoiler section? I mean, Marsden did good. Marsden was good. <laughs> he just he was he was almost the straight man to their like craziness. <laughs> uh huh. He had a couple funny lines, but, but for the most part, yeah, straight man. He did a really good job interacting with the CGI. I would say I, mm-hmm. I noticed that. I was like, pretty solid. You know, sometimes you can notice that it's like, okay, that person's clearly looking at something that's not a model. Yeah. Or you know, obviously not the real <laughs> Sonic. Which... You're looking about a foot <laughs> above his eyes. Okay. <laughs> There's just something like in the facial expression sometimes, and like. I don't know the way they're looking. It's like, you don't look like you're looking into his eyes. And mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to accomplish. Yeah. I don't know how those people do that, but yeah, I think he did really well. Yeah. Good interplay between them. I, I liked them. Um, let's see. The sister was fun, funny. Sister-in-law. Yes, ridiculous. She's funny. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, that if I had to give some criticism in this non-spoiler, I would say yeah. I mean, in the sequel, I would like to see them kind of take more risks. There were like there were no point in the movie where it's not like the movie like I guessed everything that was going to happen. It was more like I was never like oh no, you know what I mean? Yeah. How some certain movies like have that moment, especially towards the end, where you're like ooh, or like something gets flipped, and you're like oh okay. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of the Force Awakens. <laughs> you could definitely feel they're exactly. playing it safe. Absolutely, yeah. like you could conduct the movie like a like a music video. You're like, you know, we're in here. We go in the crescendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I think we're going to see that more and more because these studios are going to probably pay attention to the fact that oh, this has worked. So we, yeah. maybe for our first one, we play it pretty safe. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, the second one make, takes more risks. Which this movie is making some money. I hope if it continues like it is, then. I'm, I'm sure sequels in our future for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Spoilers. Spoiler warning. Watch out for the spoilers. Here's a spoiler. We're definitely getting a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a spoiler. Spoiler. Forget what Jordan just said. We're wait. We're the spoiler. The sequel's coming. <laughs> Miles per hour. Tails is here yeah. at the ending. And, and I gotta say that that did have me like. Right, like kind of like rise in my seat and be like, I, it looks so good. You should have seen what the reaction of those freaking guys Whoa, were. What were they doing? They were like yelling and clapping. It was like, <laughs> okay, guys, it's just tails. Chill like, out a little bit. I didn't do all that like, crap. That's cool, but like, yeah, just sit here and, and you watch have to it. expect it. You have to expect it. You're like, yeah, it's like the other main character of yeah. this series. Of you course. see the portal open. It's not going to be Amy or something like that. You see the portal open. You're yeah. Like, is it tails? Is it tails? Yeah, it's like that. You do that. Yeah, it's like oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I was excited, I and mean, he looks so good. That's the thing I was happy about. Yeah. He looks just as good as Sonic. Yeah. He looks freaking great, and the way his tails unfurl. Who's doing he, his voice? I have no idea. He sounded <laughs> like tails should sound, but yeah, kind of younger. 
a little higher pitched. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, if, I don't even know if it's something that's like, okay. They that's, might hide it in the cast list. Exactly. And they it might just be a placeholder kind of deal where they're like, we haven't really casted him. So yeah. cast him, so let's just kind of have some. I hope they who, do. <laughs> Whoever did that. Yeah. It sounded like, just, oh, here it is. Miles Tails. Colleen O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> oh, okay. She seems to play. Ta- she seems to be the person who's currently playing Tails just in the video games right now. So well, that is Tails. Definitely get her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get, I get that. I'm 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 all down for if you want to get the person who just does that voice, kind of like how they did for Christopher Robin in that movie. That's just Pooh's voice. Yeah. <laughs> just do that if you can. Just do it. You don't need a draw for Tails. It's cool to have a, a guy to be Sonic. Not that Ben Schwartz is a super draw, but you know. Yeah, but. He's certainly more recognizable than her. Yeah, and he has a lot more to do probably than. And Tales he's kind of an up and comer, so you know, yeah. A lot of times, movies will get you know, hotter, younger people who are you know rising. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate that some of the score uh, was you know like video game music. You know the. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that was there. Um, I noticed that they also had the uh, from the opening uh, cutscene from Sonic Mania, which is interesting. That was in the movie. Yep. I was yep. like. <laughs> yeah, that was just cool moments for me in the theater where I'm just like, wow, this is happening. <laughs> so what did you think of the origin story? Um, it was fine. Uh, the I, I, One thing I do think, I think the owl was... Uh, is Horn that Kong? based off something you've seen? No, I've never, no, one, I'm, no I don't think it's a thing. Yeah. Um, but um, I, was, I was fine with all of it conceptually. Um, it's pretty simple, really. <laughs> very simple. Um, very short scene. Yeah, everyone's after your power. You need to get out of here. They they found us. <laughs> I mean, I I do feel that, that. How long was he running around? Like too, they didn't establish that. I know, like, right? Why all of a sudden were they there? It's weird that the the town he goes to is Green Hill, but it looks like the area that he's at is Green Hill from the game. So I wonder if they're the same name, just in a different mm. land. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of confusing, but that's sweaty stuff. She sent him to the same place. <laughs> How about another green hill? Here's zone? a replica of where we live. This will be an easy transition for you. Good middle America. It's a smart owl. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that owl was from the old design. Like, everything else has been redesigned. I feel like tails probably look different. Yeah. The, the people who are chasing them probably look different, but they redesigned them all to fit Sonic. But I feel like the owl was like that, you know, almost more realistic look. It looked like yeah. a photoreal owl. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it didn't really bother me, I wouldn't say, but... I don't know. This is kind of <laughs> this is kind of there. Yeah. Um, but one thing I will say is, yeah, the, those are echidna that are chasing him, and so that's the the race that Knuckles is a yeah, part of. I thought I recognized him from the game. Uh huh. Yeah. So that, that I think armor. I remember that. A lot of seeds. That's one thing I like. There's not like constant. It's not like the Amazing Spider-Man Two, how they're like sequel, sequel, sequel. Yeah. But there's a lot of seeds here where yeah. they're like, oh, they could do that. Yeah. They could do that, and so. There's so many levels. I mean, they could just draw from all the many levels. Yeah, and I, I had, like, not to talk about the sequel already, but I, like, started to form a theory immediately. Like, okay, maybe they're after him because maybe there's some sort of, like, prophecy that he'll bring about chaos or something. And maybe Because yeah. usually Knuckles is the protector of the chaos emeralds. Mm-hmm. So maybe there'll be something that brings in the chaos emeralds and chaos and all that stuff. I don't know. That's just... Yeah. Speculation. That's what but, tales is to find him. Yeah, who yeah. knows? Exactly. But I need your power. Exactly. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff they do they could do. I like that they have that in here. Because you know there's so many movies where it's like you see like I'm gonna bring Man of Steel in for an example. <laughs> so Man of Steel 
it, the tone of the movie, it works for what it's doing. But then when you start to think, oh, man, and maybe Brainiac can come. And then you're like, well, that doesn't really match the tone of the movie that yeah. they just made. And so they had to, like, shift tones, like, three times during the DCEU to kind of match different things they wanted yeah. to bring in. But this one, I feel like the door is wide open. Like, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm really glad of that, where it's like, it's not just, oh, hey, Sonic shows up and there's one weird animal. I feel like the way they opened it. The way they had him in a different world and then they mm-hmm. yeah, sent Dr. Robotnik to Mushroom Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I yeah. feel like he, I feel like they've left it open to where he can come back with like new knowledge or something like that. I don't and know. And they've even been to like the big city too. So they even, yeah. even introduced that like dynamic. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, like, the origin, it got the job done. I wasn't like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this is awesome. But I was like, this got the job done, and yeah. I feel like... Played it very safe there. I'm pretty sure, sure uh, Hornclaw, the owl lady, or whatever her name is, I'm sure I'm sure she's probably still alive, because you, if you don't see her die, <laughs> then... I mean, I know she got, like, nicked by a spear yeah. or something, <laughs> <Nicked>. but... <Yeah. laughs> I didn't see it go through her or anything like that. Ooh, I know some movies are very PG, but... <laughs> yeah... I don't. I didn't really get why she couldn't just like step through the ring and let it close, or they couldn't get through. Either. I don't know why anyone does crap like that yeah. in movies. But they're like, I want to stand here. It's, it's not making a difference. It's <laughs> like that commercial <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> like, what's her name from the Avengers? Like, picks everybody up in the Hyundai. Like, come on, get in. <laughs> everybody was like, Oh, go without me. Just get in. You remember that? No, I don't even remember oh. it. But that's funny. <laughs> Um, I always think of like a, a Twister. Remember in Twister, like the dad holds the the cellar door shut, yeah, and then it blows off with him, and it's yeah. like everyone's still fine. That really helped. You didn't have to do it exactly. <laughs> <laughs> thank God for, for thank God for you, Dad. <laughs> you did nothing. <laughs> I live fatherless for us because you sacrificed yourself for nothing. You could have put a two by four there instead of you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little unfair, but whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Horn claw. Father from Twister, same thing, really. <laughs> um, but uh, what, what else do I want to bring up here? What do you think of, uh, so a lot of people are bringing this up, and I saw immediately when it started happening, I thought of the same thing. Oh, yeah, Quicksilver from, from X-Men. You know, how they uh, they had two moments in the movie. We you know it's the where in the bar where mm-hmm. they were in the bar fight, and, like, mm-hmm. time stops, and he just runs and, like, messes with Oh, yeah, with of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Quick, Quicksilver. Like, I thought you were saying Quicksilver was somewhere in the movie. I'm like, you see whoa, him? I really missed that. <laughs> Yeah, it was like very much Quicksilver. Oh, yeah. The only difference was nothing was moving. And the Quicksilver thing, things were very yeah. slowly moving. So Sonic's like that much faster. I guess so. Where literally nothing moves. I do feel like they made him really fast, but I almost wish they made him a little faster. Like when he's like flying by, says he only does 300. I feel like he could do even more, honestly. But Absolutely. Maybe he just wasn't trying. So it's like... And and like when when um, Doctor Robotnik's chasing him, mm-hmm. I kind of wish he'd been able to like pull away from him a little bit, because mm-hmm. I do feel like one little like needle off of him shouldn't be able to power the ship. This whole thing, yeah. The whole ship as fast as Sonic can run with all the power that he has inside of him. Uh huh. So yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine when he unlocks his true uh, potential towards the end, there, I, I imagine he'd be much faster. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing, I didn't really get. I like the fact that Doctor Robotnik had a way to sort of even the odds a little bit with yeah. the with the one quill. How it makes sense. 
<laughs> infinite energy. Infinite energy. That was something else too. You know you're in good hands when you hear that in a movie. Unlimited That's energy. Sideways eight. Energy. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh yeah, but I did like that moment though. Um, I didn't really like the music choice, but you know when he's uh, he pushes Tom and I forgot a name. I didn't either. I was actually thinking that in the theater. I was like. Uh, not for me. Yeah, because I like the first one when he's in the bar. He's like, Mafiko, boom, boom. I like that song. That was a fun choice. But I was like, gosh, we could have had something a lot more exciting yeah. here. But I did like the moment where he actually activates it. It was one of the few parts of it that I didn't expect. I was like, oh, shoot. And he like interrupts yeah. his little montage. I definitely needed that. that. Yeah. Definitely to actually kind Add of... some danger. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise he's just going to thrash him. Like, seriously, <laughs> there's nothing he can do. Take, yeah. take them and go back to Green Hills yeah. and he'd be like, where did they go? <laughs> Exactly. But I did love his line, whatever. Wow, didn't expect that. But I was expecting not to expect something, so it doesn't count. There's also, I think, two. I know there's one. I'll try to remember the second one. But there's two big things where I'm like, oh, I guess the story just had to do this because the story had to do this. But so why did they have to go on the road trip? Yeah, they did not adequately explain that. They no. just kind of did it. They just kind of skipped over it because he just flies all the way to the ocean, comes back. You do better than and that. He's like, right. oh, I couldn't find it. Like, well, as fast as you are, you could literally search the entire West Coast and find it. Hundred percent. Plus, you could just get a map. Get a map. <laughs> Borrow Tom's phone for a bit. Grab the and, coins. Bring it back. <laughs> I think the second one that I thought of was. When they get to San Francisco itself, why it doesn't just run up the building? Yeah, he ran down it. it just fine. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to go through the door. He says it's locked. It's like, uh-huh. mm, you could just go get the coins and then come back to them. And then you just move on with your lives. These are some contrivances to get around his powers. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Those what they are, absolutely. Yeah. And so at first... I, do, I mean, there, there is a way to script it, though, to where it makes yeah. sense. It could be... That there's a cloaking device, <laughs> you can't find it. You know, there or, could be something, I or they're know. gated. I don't or know. Or the coins could have been stolen, and they're he doesn't know where they took them. Mm-hmm. Like instead of him just they dropped them, he knows exactly where they are. All he has to do is run and get them and come back to the barn. And yeah, the entire movie's pointless. Exactly, <laughs> entire movie's pointless. He leaves. Doctor Robotnik is like, where'd he go <laughs> again? <laughs> Or they could have explained the whole road trip and the fact that he wanted to make a true friend, which they introduced later. But mm-hmm. he could have just like explained that earlier and been like, that's why I want to hang out with what Captain Donut. <laughs> Donut Lord. Donut Lord, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did that stuff play for you? I, I, you know, when the whole thing with Sonic... In his personality and how he seeks a friend and he's lonely. Yeah, I like that. It was like the one thing that he couldn't really get just because of his power. Mm-hmm. It was like the one thing that was out of his grasp was, you know, not being lonely, having a friend, having a companion. And he felt like there was nothing he could do. So I thought it made sense. Yeah. yeah. I think this is an improvement on the character of Sonic. I honestly do. I feel like Sonic is famously very confident, very cocky. And doesn't have very many insecurities like this. And so to see a more manic and sad... More of a sweetheart. Sonic, yeah, I, I, I like that. I was able to relate that. The scene where I actually did feel something where he was on the baseball field after watching the kids high five. And he plays a game with himself. Yeah, I did it. I did it. And he just kind of realizes yeah. he's how alone he is. I was like, yeah, that, that this works. That explains away him like getting upset too. Yeah. It, it, de- it makes it make sense. Definitely. And I think, yeah, I think the character is Sonic. It works. And I, <laughs> I'm interested to see where he'd take it next. But, yeah, I mean, he kind of 
what is he? I guess he like kind of more learns to accept himself at the end. Now that he has a friend, he can accept himself. Now that so now that he's already accepted, I'm kind of maybe helping the movie a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I don't know about the moral of the story, but yeah, yeah. and Tom right. like decides to stay in Green Hills. Yeah, it's it's a stretch. It's just because it's a better backdrop for a sequel. Yeah, I guess than San Francisco. <laughs> Do we want to really move to San Francisco? I don't know. <laughs> It'd be a lot more expensive to shoot this movie there. Maybe oh, we yeah. could just keep it in Green Hills. <laughs> and for Tom to live. I mean, goodness. I mean, I know he's uh, married to a vet and, they, you know, they make decent yeah. living. But <laughs> police officer, mm. the cost yeah. of living in San Francisco, one of the most expensive cities Sell in the world. some of those gold coins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Gold rings. Advanced technology, <laughs> man. Um, let's see. What else here? Uh, how's the action? The action's pretty good. <laughs> Action's good, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the CGI, the, the lightning thing, like we were saying, when he's like going supersonic, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the drone, the drone technology was really neat. The way they played that off, like, like when he destroyed the house after <laughs> Sonic like jumps on him, and then what's his name, James Marston, <laughs> punches Jim Carrey in the face. Yeah, that was good. That whole thing about them saying how he had never lost a fight except the bully who hit him and and what did he say, eight out of a straw or something? Yeah, what did he do? I mean, I was thinking that. I was like, did he use machines at that age or did he like just learn kung fu or something? It felt like he was trying to PG-13 it, PG, maybe down a little bit. There's definitely quite a few kids in there. And they, they seemed to really enjoy it. They were oh, yeah. screaming and hollering. And <laughs> My theater, cheering. too. My theater, so, too. Yeah. They did a good job, too, of making it a kid's movie. It's one of the few Disney movies that I think was geared well for children. Mm. And there was a fart joke that I did not care for. <laughs> fart jokes. They just, there's, for me, if they're going to work, it has to be situational where it's like, ooh, it's really embarrassing to fart in that moment or something like that. <laughs> or a fart is really weird in this moment. But there's, if someone just is hanging out and this one just farts and the other character goes, ugh, like, I hate it. I hate it. I, I, I definitely crossed my arms. And so, probably for the duration of that scene, I was upset because of the fart joke and the whole, ugh, better check your fur on that one. Oh, uh, that's right. It's just, <laughs> uh, it's not uh, gross out humor. It's, you know, has its place, but it's when every time there's some family movie and they're like throwing a fart joke for the kids, it's just, it's just a really just low thing to do. I'm just like, yeah, it's the lowest form of part <laughs> of a PG movie, have. though. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Like. Even like Detective Pikachu had one. It wasn't as bad as this one. It was a lot more subtle, and it was like came came yeah. and went. But this one was just like, ugh, <laughs> worst part of the movie for me. I, I know it's just, it's just like this little bit of it, but I hate that crap. Yeah. It's like you had to go there. Really? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anywho. That that whole scene in the bar, like we were talking about a little bit earlier, I think that was some of the best action of the whole movie, honestly. It was, cool. it was really good. Just the whole dynamic of the slow motion and you know yeah. Just a lot of good 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 things there. Yeah, it was one of those things where I was sitting in the theater, I was like, Oh, it's just like Quicksilver, but Sonic's doing it awesome <laughs> you know, it's yeah. one of those things it's cool to see sonic do that stuff and you want to see him do that stuff and if there's a good template for how he can do some of those fast things sure i'm fine with yeah. it you know and I, I felt like they did a lot of the cool stuff that wasn't that and didn't know? they do that in x-men and avengers for uh was it 
Age of Ultron. In Age of Ultron, there was like a similar part where uh, Quicksilver was running and he like dodges Cap's shield and clocks him, and then tries to catch Mjolnir. But that was sort of the size of it. It wasn't like a musical montage like we've gotten here, but close, something like that. It was just kind of in the it was middle slow of the motion, fight scene. Though, wasn't it? Definitely, yeah. it was the yeah. same, similar effect. Yeah. But I I did like how it was used, where you like see. Um, in the in the scene on the tower where you do like see that like he's going for the button and you're like what's that gonna do and you're like oh shoot <laughs> that is a kind of cool moment yeah. again and he defeats him with the power of friendship <laughs> which I'm all about <laughs> I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan man that's what it's all about sometimes <laughs> that's what you'd call that no no the power of friendship yeah sort of. <laughs> Where it's all you got to hear sometimes is the right thing, and then boom, yeah. <laughs> you become supersonic. <laughs> you become supersonic. I wonder if that is a thing. If they're going to be like that's our version of going supersonic, or if they're going to bring the Chaos Emeralds into it to do like you know the Super Saiyan, Super Supersonic, <laughs> yeah, I don't Super know. Duper Sonic. <laughs> but it looked cool. I thought that yeah, whole thing really was did. cool, and how he it was super old school. Just how boom, hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, sending him to his world instead of him going. Good move. Yeah. Well, a world. A world. Yeah. Exactly. The mushroom <laughs> world. He's not going to be the only fun guy there. <laughs> Joke from the movie. Yeah. Um, final form of Dr. Robotnik. The kind of post-credit thing or whatever in the movie. <laughs> Florida thing. Disgusting form. <laughs> She's getting grosser and grosser and more crazy. It's just awesome. I Outrageous am, mustache. It's like a foot and a half long. I, I mean, that's what it needs to be. Yeah, I, I think. It, and, and Jim Carrey, it's not like... Usually you'll, they'll put a lot of actors in that stuff and they find it humiliating. Jim Carrey loves that sort of <laughs> stuff, man. I'm sure he's loving it. We were we were like going through. We were talking about it after the movie. There's, there's really not a comedic actor that can do what he can do. No, there's no like modern. Like day nobody equivalent. does like the facial things specifically. No, like just, there's certainly some people who are good at physical comedy, but a lot of them are getting old. There's not a lot of mm-hmm. new comics who do that, and especially comics who are actors, and good actors at no. that. It's a dying so, breed. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's kind of a shame. And even at the time, Jim Carrey was like, oh, he's our modern day, like, Jerry Lewis. And, you know, and now we just don't really have that. So, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, it's good to see him here. It's good to see him do his thing. Even as you said, it's not quite to the scale of what we've seen him do at his best in the 90s. But he's doing that thing to, you know, maybe just a lesser effect. Robin Williams was the only one I could think of. but yeah. We lost him. Yeah, definitely. And voices were, were like really his bag where he just had all those voices, you know. Oh, yeah. Where he where carries. He knocked that out of the park. Does voices too, but he's in the realm of the physical, which uh, still does well. Still does well. But I, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, a new one. I think you are too. And that's. Yeah. That's great. I, that's really, I'm really happy that we both enjoyed this one. Uh, you know, this could have been a disaster. I would say it was not a great movie, but I it was a it, it was a solid good movie. Exactly, I, I'm I'm with you too. I, I'm not I'm, I came out of that movie with some criticisms, but overall enjoying it, yeah. and being like that was solid, and I'm 
happy that we got it. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is it's so mistakes much. were ones that you can forgive. Yeah. yeah, especially for a movie like this. It's not like I have this low bar for family entertainment. I don't. You know, I I feel like yeah. this movie's above a fart joke for sure. Um, I I feel like you don't dangle your keys in front of children and be like, ooh, and there's a movie. I don't feel that way. <laughs> and I, I I but I also see feel like you can tell a simple story that has some mm-hmm. you know familiar twists and turns but is overall entertaining and I yep. feel like that's okay if it's you know mm-hmm. coming from a character you like to see you know and actors you like to see as well yeah. um, which I feel like this is um, but yeah uh, highest grossing video game movie ever yeah and one of the better ones I feel like it's right Impressive. there with Detective Pikachu I think the Detective Pikachu is a lot more of it's a much more expensive movie a lot better looking movie probably had a more interesting story for sure but as far as my enjoyment i feel like i'm like wow these are some of the <laughs> they're probably like the best video game movies they there have been <laughs> for sure and it's crazy that it's those as i said before but yeah we'll see what what they try next i'm sure this is i'm sure there's a lot of studios with dollar signs in their eyes just thinking who can who's going to be next you know they're already working yeah. on mario I, w- I wanted to actually see what it was. So, okay, yeah. So, yeah, the uh, budget for Detective Pikachu was $150 million. Domestic opening was $54 million. Sonic's budget was $85 million with an opening of $58 million. So Far, it made yeah. four more million and was almost half. Yeah, that's a huge success. A little more than half. Yeah. Definitely. That's 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 great. That's a... Uh, that's a really big success for them. And you can tell the people who have made the movie, they're all on social media super excited about it. And so good for them. Do another one. It'll be interesting to see how it does in the longer run. Mm-hmm. If it perhaps has a better second weekend because of good reviews coming this weekend. Yeah, word of mouth helps. You know, if all the nerds rush out and they see it and they say, no, really, see it, then that could help. Sure. We should do another update on the next show just to see yeah. where it's at. So it's at 125 million worldwide right now. So it's already surpassed its budget. Pokemon made 433 in its full run. Well, that's pretty good too. So, yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm sure there was a lot of advertisement to it. And I'm not sure if that original budget includes the redesign. I'm not sure how much they spent on the redesign, and I'm not sure if that's included in the original budget. One person floated out a theory that perhaps they had originally done it this way, and maybe they had they had redesigned it to the way that people didn't like it, and they fell back on this. Interesting. And that perhaps is why they were able to turn around it so quick, you know, redesign it as fast as they were, because from what they they were saying, this was somebody who had worked in the industry. They said for the redesigns that they're talking about, that would take a long time. It's hmm. basically like you'd have to rebuild the entire movie because it's your main character. He's in almost every scene, hmm. and just to have him, him interact with characters and like rebuild that model, it would just be a lot of work. Yeah, so. I'd, I'm more keen to believe something like that other than like the whole theory where it's like, oh, they put that one out on purpose to drive attention. Then they did that. I don't know about that, but I'm, I'm willing to believe that maybe they had an, an old design. I don't believe that, that they were able to pull out. I'm like that kind of conspiracy. They can't play that sort of you know three dimensional chest with their marketing. You know, they like, wouldn't have been that smart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> These people aren't that everybody. I feel like puts their best foot forward. Yeah, exactly. They don't do that nonsense. <laughs> I don't think they'd want to go through being mocked. 
Yeah, that's too conspiratorial for for my taste. But that that theory isn't a bad one. That maybe they just had this one and they were trying to move beyond it. But I don't know. But yeah, yeah. eighty five million is not bad for this movie. Absolutely not on on the budget side. We will see how it does. We shall see, and we'll see what comes next. It's kind of exciting when a movie like this does well because, again, dollar signs in the eyes of a lot of these producers, and uh, it can be a good thing or a bad thing. We could see it turn to crap, and we get... (laughs) Become more and more commercialized and lose its heart. The more I keep hearing about this Uncharted movie, I'm like, (laughs) no, I don't know. I know, make it freaking raw and like Indiana Jones, and uh, that will make it a beloved movie. It, uh, honestly, so like, many times, like Assassin's Creed, it's like you pour too much money into these movies. Like, uh-huh. don't try so hard. And sometimes, like the the casting here with uh, I I like uh, gosh, what's his name? Help me, like Tom Holland. I like him. But it seems weird to me. Yeah. And then they said, oh, the game we're looking at for inspiration is A Thief's End. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> so you're looking at him as his oldest? Yeah. What in the world? But whatever. Uh, who knows? I, I was. I raised my eyebrow at Detective Pikachu. I raised my <laughs> eyebrow at Jim Carrey in this movie when I first heard it was cast. It, when it was first cast. So who knows? They can turn out something awesome. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with video yeah. game movies from this point Just on. Just make it real, man. Don't make yeah. it commercialized. Agreed. But anyways, um, that is our show. Um, we'll keep an update on the budget, I mean the box office for Sonic the Hedgehog next episode and probably the weeks to come and follow its development Indeed. into the future. But anyways, Luke, it was fun. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. You ready to get some Olive Garden? Because <laughs> when you're there... To your family. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. See ya.